<laughs> Prepare yourself for loathing and fear. I swear, none of y'all making it to next year, my dear. My villainous, infamous, intricate plot will be clear. I'm the king of my thrones in an electric chair. Pensacine. My venom is mine, this balance sublime. It's my time. My henchmen are armed, my plan is designed to be foolproof. So, what can fools do? To try to stop this, I might even hold the mayor hostage. Remain cautious. Who's that peeking in my window? Me, bitch. Are you willing to undertake a dangerous mission behind the enemy lines, knowing you may never return alive? Duct tape for your shorty, hollow points for that 40. You can't watch him Rick and Morty in my basement. You fucked up, nigga, face it. Fuck around, catch a facelift. Catching bodies, catching cases like a pop flight, fuck a basic. You ain't getting home safe, bitch. Now what's the code to that safe, bitch? All I wanna bring faces. This next artist refuses to be put in a box. From making horrorcore to music you can play in the club and everything in between, he is eager to have the world take a step into his mind. No setback will stop him from creating music he is passionate about. He is in his own lane and is ready to spit venom. Introducing Venny the Venomous. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today, I'm with a very special guest today, the one and only Venny the Venomous. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. Now, I've been super excited for this interview, and it's actually, you're my first when it comes to this. This is, It's always been like a bucket list of mine, so I'm, you, you, I, you check that box, which nice. I'll continue to do. Right. But I have never interviewed someone or... Given, get like gotten a card or picked up a CD from someone, like promoting on the street. Yeah, yeah. And I, no offense, that you completely changed my perspective on this. But <laughs> when I originally like saw like rappers, because when you're in Seattle, you see that all the time, mm-hmm. especially on um, like near Westlake Center. Right. They're yeah. always there. Are they like? They're like <laughs> I, I kid you not. Like if I'm with a girl or even a guy. They're like always compliment them somehow, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. And they're like, oh, bro, I like your shoes. You know what's better than shoes? The CD. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, you know? So I was like, okay. So I usually I usually have this perspective like, okay, their music's not that good or something because why are they mm-hmm. on the streets? But now I realize it's just another way to promote yourself. There's so many ways to promote yourself, and that's right. one way. And you literally are promoting yourself at the Logic concert. Yeah. In the middle of the night when it's raining. Yeah. That's for sure. that, and you had a speaker, you're like yep. and I listen to your music and it surprised me because okay, if I'm wrong you can tell me, but Okay. Are you horrorcore? Was that how you'd like to describe your music? Uh, See, oh, some people get offended by that. No, so. no, no, no. I'm not offended. Um uh the way it is is I like to I don't like to put myself in a box. Right. I do I do a wide variety of stuff. Um it's really however I'm feeling. Um, uh, I, that's kind of just some darker, some kind of darker yeah. stuff. I, I don't, I, I definitely don't like, I don't want to be in the horror core box. Right, right. Um, because I just got more to offer than that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's you know, for sure. uh, I do, I do more than that. That's just a kind of a, a right. small slice of it. If you listen to like some of the stuff I have on SoundCloud. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I looked at that too. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, it it kind of shows more of the broad, yeah. uh, uh, scheme and things. And, and that's why I didn't want to, um, I'm trying to market my music a yeah. little bit different because I feel like now nowadays, occasionally you you get an album where it just really like flows yes. and it's you know you you need to listen to the album from beginning to yes, end. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. Igor is like that. Yes. Anything from Earl Sweatshirt, mm-hmm. uh, certain artists like that. Um, uh, Kendrick's you know amazing Always at like that. that. Yeah. Um, the older Kanye albums used to be like that with the skits and stuff. Right. I right. Missed that. Exactly. Um, nowadays. Uh, People got a playlist, man. People got a playlist that's going on, and and right. But you know what? I can rail against it. I can yeah. go and shake my fist against <laughs> it. But like the, you know, it is what it is. Right. And so like sometimes I, I realize like you're in a certain kind of mood. Right. Right. You know. And so um, instead of making albums or anything like that, like I really want to make like I want to make collections. Yes. And there'll be like collections of songs for a certain kind of mood. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. And so, like, you know, this is for uh, my Gotham collection. It's just a really kind of a darker undertone kind of thing. And, I, you know, it's kind of fitting, you know, the summer's over. We're getting in our winter. You know, um, uh, Seattle has a a certain kind of a certain kind of mood that I'm that I'm uh, kind of tapping into right right there with that. With Gotham and with um, with Castlevania and, and five with, points of five, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the thing that I do like about horrorcore though, and the only thing. Okay, I'll tell you what I like and don't like about horrorcore. Mm-hmm. The thing that it's not even a bad thing not to like about horrorcore. It's just that you're right about this. Horrorcore artists get trapped in like a box almost, and they can only like portray their music to a certain crowd. Tech Nine is a perfect example of kind of breaking out of that box. He's still under like strange music and all that. Right. But he started out way more horrorcore, and now he like he's not friendly. He's definitely not a friendly when it, music isn't friendly. But like it's changed. Yeah. Tyler the Creator's you brought him up. He like started out in horrorcore, and he's like I can't be in this box. Right. Now he he's out of it. Like there's artists there's like there's examples of artists who have stayed in that category forever. Like do you know who Brother Lynch Hung is? Yeah. Oh, of yes. course. Of course. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. That guy's amazing. Right. But he's stuck in that horrorcore box. Oh, yeah. And now I think his final album came out and now he's retiring. And that's his legacy that he's a horrorcore artist. Right. And he had, he's, he was such a great lyricist, but he can't portray to the mass audience, you know? Right. But yeah, but what I do love about horrorcore, though, is first of all, I love horror movies. <laughs> but right, right. When it comes to horrorcore, I feel like the beat is very, very, very important to the song, actually, because most of horrorcore songs are literally like a story in a way, you know? Yeah, So the sure. beat is like the climax, and then boom, and then I liked how you incorporated other voices. I don't know if that was your voice and you changed it. Yeah, yeah. But there's just, there's just so much technique that goes into even making horrorcore music, you know? For sure. Yeah, it, it's like some storytelling stuff. Like, uh, I, I try to tap into, like, with me, like, some some artists do horrorcore, like Brother Lynch Hung, right? Yes. I, when I talk to a lot of people that listen to Brother Lynch Hung, uh, a lot of Brother Lynch fans, like, really believe he does that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, uh, same with, like, Ishmael. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I like to more akin to, like... And that's why I don't consider myself horror. Right, but, right, right. Um, one, because I do, I do more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think some of my influences when I do that kind of stuff is like Eminem. Yes. Uh, DMX even. Yes, DMX. Um, <laughs> am I censored on this? Can I yeah. can I talk how I talk? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, when DMX, DMX would say crazy stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? He's like... I got blood on my hands. I got no remorse. <laughs> I got blood on my dick because I fucked a corpse. That's craziness, right? But like that wasn't the only people that no one called him a horrorcore rapper, right? Because he did more so much stuff. more yeah, than that. That makes you know? sense. Okay. Same with M. M would say crazy stuff, especially like Slim Shady LP. Yes. You know the he, Kim song. Oh, they, oh my, that's a right, legendary right, song. It's a legendary song. <laughs> and the, the funny thing is, I don't even consider that like a horrorcore type song, yeah. even though it, it like it just felt so real. Yeah. Um. Uh. But my more my the stuff that I kind of tap into that reminds me of him is more the playful stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. you know he had that persona and it's fun. Right. It's all it's almost fun and bonkers and bananas. Right. And like I feel like I want to appeal to any I want to appeal to anybody. Yes. Because no matter whether you're mild mannered and never hurts a fly, or you're you gangster as hell. Yes. Anybody could go and jump on a video game and play Grand Theft Auto and enjoy themselves <laughs> yes. running people over and stuff. There's something inside yeah. the human psyche that wow. that it enjoys like that kind of power fantasy. Yeah, yeah And that's yeah. what I'm trying to create with songs like that. Yeah. One thing I don't ever want to do, and I, I think I kind of double down on it with those songs to kind of further implement the fact that I'm not... A, <laughs> It sounds crazy to say, I'm not like a positive rapper. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's one box you're not going to be able to put me in. That's fair though. And, and because I just feel like that, that road is already ran through. Like, you can be you, a real with, rapper. That, there's never, that's always relevant, you know? No, for sure. Conscious rap? Well, yeah, like in conscious rap, but like, yeah. like the way I feel about conscious rap is this. I think it's great. There's great room for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if I say certain things, like to try to tell you how to live your life, 
and then you see me and I do some dumb yeah. stuff, then I'll, okay. now I'm now I'm conflicted. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to tell somebody how to live their life. Mm-hmm. Like because in all reality to me, I don't have the answers. Right. You know, all power to people that are trying to you know present a good example for the kids or whatever, whatever, and that's great. I'm really not the cat trying to do it. Like <laughs> I got a daughter myself, but like I don't want her listening to my music. <laughs> I like I tell her, like I tell my daughter, like I teach her. Yes. Don't don't listen to these rappers. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like it's rappers are rappers. Like music is music right. and enjoy it for what it is, man. But like like don't look up to any anybody. Like look, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody other like Make your own road, kind of. Make your own road. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it's very easy. I saw um, recently some kid was like, I want to be, I don't want to be Spider-Man for Halloween. He said, I want to be Nipsey Hussle. And I know there's a lot of people like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And like me, I was like, "Uh, I roll, right? (laughs) Because just because I'm like, like, and Nipsey Nipsey was dope. It's no disrespect to Nip. I hate the bandwagon though. I hate the I bandwagon. Hate it. I've listened for so long, and then people are like, "Right now, all of a sudden, you jump on this." Bandwagon? And then you ask anyone that, "Oh, he's just who's so great for the community." Okay, so you just know that because it was in the news, right? Period. <laughs> there's, a, there's other rappers. There's tons yes. of rappers that go yes. out and do things in the community. You're not going to recognize them until they're dead. Right, right, right. You know, now he's dead. Now your kid wants to dress up as him. You know what I'm saying? He's just he's just copying your dick riding. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Um, so like I, I I don't appreciate I don't I just don't feel that man like uh, and and Nipsey was a good dude man I as as an eight year old child I don't don't try to have your kid emulate I just my kids don't get the wrong lesson like you yeah. know what I mean like he he was a gangster though like you yeah. know and that, and that kind of stuff like caught up to him right um and much respect to him but like don't have your kid follow him on that road right I don't I'm sure Nip would say don't. Right. Try to follow me on that. Exactly. Never. Have your kid dress up as Dr. Such and Such. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or President Obama. I don't know, man. You know, like. But that gets into blackface, and if you're white, yeah. you can't do. You can't be Right. About. No, no, true. <laughs> not, 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 not as a white kid. You should, well, white kids should be Nipsey Hussle either. I'll maybe accept Black Panther. Because you got a mask on. There like, we you go. know. Um, but, uh, like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. Right. I don't want to ever come off like where I'm like, oh, that feels phony. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, especially like a lot of male rappers uh, have a tendency to when they do conscious rap. Yeah. To like tell women how they should live. Yeah. And like, I, I, have, a, I have a real problem with that. Like, you're a man. Like, bro, like you, you know, uh, like there's, it's almost like a white rapper coming out trying to tell black people how to live. Yeah, yeah, I, a, get, like, I get that. You I know, get that. it's a weird, like, uh, like you know what I'm saying? I get yeah. a little like, uh, about it. You know, um, uh, when I when I say things in my music, it's it, it there's realness in there. Okay, for sure. It's, it's it's all from me. I'm not I'm not making it to appeal to anybody. I really make the music that I want to listen to at any time. So right. that's why it's real. Right. It is entertainment as well. Right. There's that, but there's like there's pieces of me like as in like like things that you might not even notice. I like that that you know maybe someday like I'll have an interview. I'll talk about things where I'll be like, yeah, man, that's some things I really went through. Right. Or that you know what I'm saying. That's where I d- tap into that. That's where that right. came from. But like, you know, even even Jay said, man, believe half of what you see, none of what you hear, even if it's spat by me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> With that said, I will kill yeah. niggas dead. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so like, uh, you know, I just I'm just trying to tap into a mood and right. a feeling, man. I got more more than just this Gotham uh, collection that's exactly. coming up too. Uh, I also want to do I'm a geek. Yeah. You know, I'm a geek, so, like, I really love comics. and. Um, hey, I love, I collect those, too. Yeah, oh. so I'm a, I'm a big influence. I'm really influenced by that. Uh, my next collection, uh, or a, a future collection, for sure, is going to be um, called Atlantis. Oh. And um, uh, I got a song called Aquaman. Hey. That uh, that, that that I got coming up uh, in the future, and it's gonna have a whole different vibe. To yeah, it. Like, you know what I'm saying. That's cool, it's, though. But yeah, like uh, I I definitely I definitely don't consider myself a horrorcore rapper. Right. Um. But people that like that have something to listen to. Yeah. Okay. Uh. I, I there's this one dude and he was like, man, yeah, you he, he heard my song, he hit me up. Uh. I got some feedback and he was like, yeah, I love horrorcore. And I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna argue with him. Like, yeah, thanks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I mean, like, I feel like I understand yeah. why that appeals to you because yeah. it, it, you know, it's definitely if we look at rap like film genres, like movie yeah, genres. Yeah, that's what I like to think. It's like, yeah, 
rap, there's so many subcategories for rap also. That's the thing. It's like a genre and a subcategory for that genre. Exactly. It's huge. And right. people don't realize that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's why I don't really like mainstream because you just, like the top 100 even. Right. There's so much, there's way more music and even, in my opinion, better artists than the top 100. I, I, I used to feel a certain way uh, when it comes to... Uh, Rap. I used to be really particular. Mm-hmm. I used to be really like snobby. <laughs> I used to be like, oh, no, that's not hip hop. I used to really be on that. Right. Uh, there's a couple things that really changed me. I think the one big influential thing was when I met Karis One. I was a huge Karis One fan. And this was the time that Karis One was beefing with Nelly. So this was uh. a long time ago. <laughs> it was when Nelly was popping. And, um, and, you know, we're all a bunch of Karis One fans in there. We're, at, you know, it's a QA with Karis One yeah. before his concert. And, I was like, uh, or some other dude was like, um, you know, he said something about Nelly, like, yeah, Nelly stops or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? And Karis one said, yeah, you know, you can feel how you feel about him. Um, he's definitely not one of my favorite artists, but he was like, you can't say he's not hip hop. Yeah. yeah. He was like, it might not be good hip hop, <laughs> but you can't say he's not hip hop. Like, this is the genre. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, um, so that, that that was the first thing to at least make me recognize cats as hip-hop. I stopped saying that's not hip-hop. Okay. That's one thing. Right. Uh, the second thing is, I remember, man, um, I, when I was writing, I was just trying to just just kill it. Every 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 verse, every song, just kill it. Murdering it, murdering it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then um, one time, like, I heard this beat, and it was so dope. But it was like a clubby beat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't write a club song. Like, I'm lyrical. And then I said, nigga, I like going to the club. <laughs> the hell am I, what am I write a club song for? I like the club. Right. Like, what am I, I'm lying to myself. I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, that changed me. And, I, and, and you know, um, uh, I wrote the first club song I ever wrote. And it was fire. And hey. then I was like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? And then right. I started loosening up. And I, I think the last point of me kind of realizing, recognizing, like, where, where I've come to now. Um, I was in the club. I remember uh, Designer was out and Panda came out. Panda, Panda. Yeah. And I was like, that song is so dumb. <laughs> I was like, this is so stupid. And I went to the club one time. And... The Panda song came on. Oh, no. And the energy, because I like, you know, that usually the songs <laughs> come on and I don't like it. I'm like, whatever. Right. The energy was so infectious. Like, and I'm like, these aren't just kids. Like, these are grown men <laughs> running to the dance floor doing, you know, like, black folks version of Masha. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just hyped up. And then, like, and I was like, no, this isn't lyrical. But it is music yes. and it is hip hop. And what I realized was like what it what it reminded me of was like African tribal shit. Where like things just tap into like this like the, the DNA. It's the vibe. Right. Like it taps into the DNA of the black experience almost. Where it's not even because as as much as I respect Nas or uh, any rapper like that, Nas is incredible. Right. Great one of the greatest to ever do it. Nas can never make people feel like that. Because yeah. he doesn't make that kind of music. Plus his beats, though. His beats are right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I couldn't even imagine how Nas would rap on a song like that. Like, <laughs> like so some songs aren't meant to be, some artists aren't meant to be. Right, okay. Like, you know, they're, they're meant to be a certain thing. So, like, That's I, I feel like hip-hop is so great because there's such a wide variety of it. If you want to listen to some mainstream stuff, regular, you know, um, club party stuff, you got that. Right. You want to listen to something deeper? You got that. Right. You want to listen to something way far off, left field, weird? <laughs> you got that. Like I think it's the most, it's the it's the most fleshed out, the most complex j- musical genre. It's a melting pot. There is, period. Yes. No other musical genre touches it. If we talk about how maybe rock music, because there is a huge variety of rock, and but but rock's been out for. Centuries almost. Yeah. Rock's been out for way longer than hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop was born in the late 70s. Like, hip hop is. Curtis Blow. (laughs) Right. Hip hop is really in its. um, Almost teen years. uh, Almost teen years. Not even (laughs) teen years. Like, it's pre teen years. You know, adolescence. Right. So, um,. The fact that it's just so broad and there's so much of it, and right. you know, I, I I feel like really like if you say I don't listen to hip hop, 
it almost is like you saying, I don't watch movies. And that's <laughs> weird. But you could do that. Like, there's right. people don't watch movies. But I'm like, that's kind of weird. Because you know? <laughs> like, you're really missing out on, the, you know, <laughs> there's something you're going to like in there. Right, right. You know, or like when people say, I don't play video games. Like, uh, okay. You play Candy Crush, though? That's a video game. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. You know, you play whatever whatever weird game you're playing on yourself. It's a video game. Right, right. They're all video games. Right. So, like, you know, same with hip-hop. There's just, there's just there's so much of it. There's something that appeals to everybody. You know, um, but uh, and and I don't want to make music that appeals to everyone necessarily. Because it's almost selling out in a way when you try too hard for that. Exactly. Your audience comes when you're passionate about what you're doing. Exactly. Uh, and I, I'm not going to mention certain artists, but <laughs> uh, but there's certain artists to me that I'm like, you're you're trying hard to make. Yes. You're trying hard to appeal to everyone. Right. And uh, and I'm I kind of want to be the anti that. Yeah. Like I kind of want to be the dude where you just gotta respect it. Like, damn man, he just don't give a fuck. Right. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like he just does not care. Right. Uh, and and that's and that's really what I'm going for because you know when I look back at this, you know, you know hook or crook, if I got to blow or if I didn't blow, I'm always gonna be able to say I did it my way. Right. Right. But what are your opinion on artists? I like to use Juicy J because I really like Juicy J. Mm-hmm. And he's been around for so long. Yeah. But he, he's one of those artists also, like, he's married. I think he has a daughter now. Mm-hmm. But he still talks about, like, strippers and stuff like right, that. What right, are your right. opinions on rappers who are actually have a great family life and home <laughs> life, but then they're rapping about stuff that they're not even a part of? Um, but I'll say this. 50 Cent said a really interesting thing one time. I think it was 50 that said this. He said... um. People asking me why I still rap about gangster stuff or whatever, whatever, because I'm rich now. He's like, but you got to understand, I lived 20-something years in the hood, broke, selling drugs, doing these kind of things. So if I'm diving into experience here, I'm going to go to where I've had the most experience, Okay. not just necessarily just rap what my reality is now. Okay. You know, also for the very obvious fact that ain't nobody want to hear that, man. Like, nobody wants to hear about your family life. I mean, like... Chance I, the Rapper's album. Right, well, so I mean, like... I mean, okay, okay, okay. But, but, but Chance hasn't put himself in a box. Yeah. Um, Chance actually has put himself in a box, but it's a positive box. Yeah, I like, see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so Chance could go and rap about, like, his family and his mom and his <laughs> his, his girl and whoopy whoop, and we're like, we're in there, right? Juicy J does? People be like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I I love Fifty. Fifty is my dude. Fifty, like there was times like you know in the hood, like where like Fifty's music helped me get through because it 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 gives you strength through through that. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't want Fifty. 50 to come out with a like a oh Will Smith like just the just two, the of, two us between, of us between him and I know he loves his son I can tell on Instagram <laughs> if he I'm not trying to hear a 50 just the two of us song about his son like I'm just not trying to hear that right. from 50 okay you know Jay is one of those artists though that Jay could really rap about whatever dude 444 444 oh, is incredible man. he he's shown himself to be one of the most just you, that's why he's a billionaire, dude, because he's passionate about what he does. He didn't sell out. And that's also why he's one of the greatest of all time. Yes. Because he's able to actually, like, m- morph. His music is able yes. to, to, to change, but not change who he is. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it, uh, it's incredible, man. 444 is like, I'm like, you want lessons? <laughs> you want life lessons? Listen to 444. Right. And and it, it never felt like, oh, this dude's trying to preach to me. It right, felt right. like the, the big homie was really teaching me something. Right. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel fake. Right. And he talked about his mistakes as well. Yeah. So he didn't act like he was perfect. Right. Like, learn from my mistakes, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what felt great. Unlike some of these, like, conscious rappers or, like, super positive rappers where I'm like, damn, bro, you don't do nothing wrong? <laughs> you're, just, right. you're just above reproach? Right. Like, it, fe- it almost feels like some of these rappers, like, I can't even have fun with you. Yeah. Do you even have fun? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That makes sense. You know, okay. sometimes I'm like, I'd rather... I'd rather dance with the devil sometime. Like, those dudes are having fun. You just sitting there and talk about how everything sucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, you're, you know, life is as stressful as it is, man. Right. I, I don't need much to, I could just jump on Twitter real quick and see how messed up the world is. Right, right. You know, and, I, and I, I'm down with an occasional song talking about some deep stuff, but like, you know, too much of it, man. Like, my brain starts getting numb. Yeah. Unless you're a really special artist like Kendrick. 
But even Kendrick got some edge to him. Yeah. Of course Kendrick got some edge to him. Yeah. He's really from the hood. Dude, and he has a Pulitzer award. God, that's, that's insane. Guy. Kendrick's incredible. <laughs> the funny story is, though, uh, my favorite rapper from TDE is actually Schoolboy Q. I like Reason. Have you listened to Reason yet? That's like their newest signed artist. I haven't listened to oh, Reason yet. You have to listen to Reason. I'm going to have to check him out. Uh, I'm a big Schoolboy Q fan. Now. Yeah, I like Schoolboy Q too. And shout out to Schoolboy because he shouted out Seattle on the song. Hey, dude, and he's coming back to Seattle. So he he comes to Seattle frequently. I'm actually going on my birthday. Oh, my birthday is December first. Hey. Uh, yeah, I'm going to the, I'm going to the Schoolboy Q concert. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. He's uh, one of my favorite artists for sure. Wow. And what what I really love about him is he's 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 got multiple sides and he shows right. it. Right. Like you know what I mean. And he's very real. He's got his golfing side now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, he's just very real. Like yes. you know what I'm saying. Like he's he's done his the the, the hoodish stuff. You can go through, and he raps about stuff that's not necessarily popular for black people to write about, rap right. about, uh, black men to rap about depression, right, right. drug addiction. Usually, like ra- rappers talk about either they're talking about doing drugs like it's cool, or they talk about people who do drugs like oh you're a customer. Yeah. But Schoolboy Q's like man, like I had a problem. Right. I was getting high on supply. Like, right. You know, my daughter's trying to wake me up. I'm, you right. know what I mean? Right, right. It's deep. That's. Like that's stuff where it's like, man, like you actually you have to be brave to 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 reveal those kind of things about yourself. Not in hip hop, especially where it's like very much like very uh, macho. Yeah. Like you can't show vulnerability, you know, like, you know, unless you're Drake or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and so like for him to be a gangster and be like, yo, like, right. like yo, I was vulnerable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I I go through things, that's you know. Fair. And so you get to see those multiple sides. I, I'm a really big fan of that. And um, uh, those are things I, uh, 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 that, I, that I tap into with my music as well. Right. So, um, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of struggle. There's a lot of stuff like that. But a lot, a lot of times when I do music, it's, it's a release for me. Right. It's a release. I need it. It's therapy. It's my therapy. Exactly. That's, you know? that's the best artist that uses therapy. Right. And, and sometimes my therapy is a little messy. Sometimes it's a little dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little, it's a little dark a little right. bit, you know. But, um, but yeah, uh, uh, most definitely that's, that's kind of what it is. That's what Vinny the Venomous is. Man. Yeah, tell us about your name. So you're not a horrorcore artist, but then <laughs> Vinny the Venomous. <laughs> Vinny the Venomous. Okay. Um, so... Way, way back in the day. You know, there's always the story of how a rapper gets his name. So way, way back in the day, I decided I wanted my name to be, and I got this from a comic book. Hey. <laughs> I wanted my rap name to be Vinny Vidi Vici. It wasn't a Batman comic. Batman was going against the mob or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, was on a, uh, it was on a tombstone. I got it from that, not from the Ja Rule album. <laughs> I got it from that, from the Batman comic. And so I was like, oh, Vinny Vidi Vici, that's tight. And then I was like, I'll call myself Triple V or Vinny V for short. So that was way back in the day when my original rap name was. And I remember, um, so I moved to Colorado for uh, a chunk of time, okay. a good chunk of time. I'm, uh, I feel like the prodigal son because I'm, I'm back. I'm back in Seattle. Yes. But I moved to Colorado for a good chunk of time. And um, so I used to like go downtown and just freestyle with cats, like on 16th Street Mall, which is this, you know, it's like the downtown hub. Right. Uh, and back in the day, it used to be like all the little hoodlums was down there. And so in front of Taco Bell and stuff. So I would just go there and get in a little freestyle, like not battles, but more like sessions. Right. You know what I'm saying? With cats. And I um, uh, got in this little freestyle session with these cats. And um, I was, I don't even remember the rhyme, but I was like, I was just off the top of the head. And I was like saying what the V stands for, Vinny. I was like, Vinny the this and Vinny the that. You know, Vinny the villainous, Vinny. And then I said, Vinny the venomous. And this dude was like, what? <laughs> and he used to go, Every time I would see him after that, he'd be like, Vinny the Venomous? Vinny the Venomous? Like, he was like, yo, that's tight. <laughs> and he would introduce me to everybody as Vinny the Venomous. And, and I was like, it just became Vinny the Venomous after that. Fair, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, he flows off the tongue. It's tight. <laughs> I spit Venom. It's hey. perfect. It it matches me. Yes. <laughs> you know, so Vinny the Venomous, man. Yes. Yeah, I think the, the best rap names are rap names somebody gives you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. There's some names, some rappers got names where I'm like... Bro, you 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 thought too hard about this, <laughs> or not hard enough. Like, you know what I mean? Like you know, or a mix of both. You right, know? right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, man, yeah, Vinny the Venomous. Right now, uh, tell the audience and me about your background because that's what we're here for. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so um, I um, from Tacoma. Okay. Uh, I was born in Tacoma. Um, a lot of artists down there, for real, though. Yeah. I, I was born in Tacoma. I don't remember much of Tacoma, uh, to be honest. Um, my dad's from Brooklyn. Hey. My mom's from D.C. Wow. 
so I was born in the military base there, and um, uh, they broke up young. Uh-huh. Uh, my mom had me at 16. My dad was 18. Um, he went off to the military. Uh, he didn't come back right, right. after. Uh, yeah, he didn't come back right in the head. Um, right. And he was just, yeah. And that fool was a gangster. He was a pimp. So he he got off his you know four year tour and just started pimping and being like a a hood dude and not you know not seeing me. I think I remember him like one time, right. like when I was like seven. Uh, so my mom moved us to Federal Way. She was like, "We got to get out of Tacoma." Well, not like Federal Way was much better. <laughs> and uh, so, um, but we bounced around a lot. We moved around a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, all my family's out here. Was it her trying to give you more or just find a different living situation? I, I, I think it was a mix of both. Man, mm-hmm. I, like growing up was real chaotic, man. I, I saw, as a kid, more eviction notices than I could count. Right. Like, it used to be a thing that, like, as a kid, I'd be like, I thought about this. Like, I, how am I, like, 11 thinking about, man, how many eviction notices have I seen? <laughs> At 11, thinking <laughs> about that. So, um... Uh, yeah, my it, it, in a way it was my mom trying to you know figure things out and then you know um, and then you know she was young man, um, she had dreams of her own too right. like you know my family's real hood and my mom was like the first to graduate college, she wanted to separate herself from the rest of the family because right. she was like I'm not going down their path, you know I was a big setback for her, right. so uh, it made it it made it tense you know what I mean. Because uh, I, I think there was some animosity. Right. Um, I know there was animosity. Yeah. I see that in kids all the time that have kids young. Right. A lot of people try to say, oh, it's fine. But having kids young is a huge setback. It's a huge setback. Especially if you don't have uh, a good family support system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it takes a village. And it really, really does that. So if that's not going on, and my mom is trying to graduate college. Right. She did. Graduated UW. Uh, wow. uh, you know, which is no joke. Uh, single parent mom so uh, much props to her but like you know it was tough for her so um we ended up when I turned 13 she was like we got to get out of here <laughs> which I hate I like I hate it I hated that we moved right uh, when I was 14 we moved to Colorado uh, and I lived in Denver and my god and like I've I've never been so you would I never lived down south, but like I've never been so harassed by the cops in my life oh, in my entire time in Colorado. You know, I got I, I caught four felonies at that place, man. That's the only reason I stayed in Colorado so long. It was just constant. It was just just them trying to just they got a ninety nine percent conviction rating for a reason, you know. So I was just always stuck there. Then I had a kid there, and I was like, man. But I always wanted to come back home. Uh, came back in two thousand and twelve for a bit. Had a big setback, but well, more than anything, like I missed my kid. Right. So I went to Colorado and I was doing music out there and I was making some noise. I was making some noise. Uh, Colorado's version of The Stranger is called The Westward. Okay. And uh, I was in the West, I was in the top 10 of The Westward uh, musically. Um, uh, I, I got a pretty, at the time, I got a, a pretty high profile rap beef with yeah. a, with a, pretty high profile local eh. artist. I guess the, the closest I could consider it out here is to like I don't I don't want to give them any props. They're, not, they're <laughs> whack. That beef still ain't over. They're <laughs> trash. Uh, I'm in a different state and they're still <laughs> trash. Um, I'm not even going to put their name out there. But um, I guess if you said like not quality wise or anything just like what they mean to the area like Sam Luch you know what I'm saying or like you know any. I'm not going to say blue scholars. Blue scholars means way more than what they meant in Colorado. But still, like, they were they were a big name out there at right. one time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, anybody who's paying attention to local rap, and local rap is trash in Colorado. But uh, sorry, <laughs> it's Colorado. I, there, 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 there are dope cats out there, but I'm just saying the, there's a lot of trash, a lot of whack rappers out there. I think there's a lot of talent out in Seattle. Yes, that's uh, what I'm seeing, too. But the thing is, not all of them are connecting, which is probably a big problem right now. So that's a, what this podcast is about. It's a big problem. Yeah, for sure. There's, there's a lot of dudes I really respect out there. I, I really respect, like, you know, Nacho Picasso and um, uh, uh, that whole, the whole Moore Gang thing, Avatar Darko. Um, uh, I respect what Lil Mosey's doing. Don't like what he, what he said about 
Seattle artists. Yeah. But, uh, but I, you know, anybody that's out here doing it. Um, There's very passion-driven people out here. It's very passion-driven people. Uh, this is a musical place. Musicals and Music is in the DNA of Seattle. You know, uh, Jimmy, uh, you go back to... Um, uh, I mean, there's just so many. There's just so many. Um, Quincy Jones lived out here. Yeah. Uh, a lot of cats don't even know stuff like that. Even even um, uh, uh, like Ray Charles isn't from here, but he had a little he had a little history in Seattle. Like there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of Seattle um, musical history uh, beyond grunge and Nirvana. Right. All respect to that, of course, too. Right. But uh, there's just so much. I can't wait to be part of this resurgence yeah it's a wave uh, everyone can see it. it's small but it's happening but yeah there, it's, it's, it's a small it's that's, happening that's how you know the way the way a wave starts small right. like you know what i mean there's a lot of cats out here and you know uh i'm not going to be one of the cats that disrespects mac macklemore Mac macklemore really uh he really did his thing man and i really love it because he did it independently right I wasn't even originally a Macklemore fan. When he was Professor Macklemore, I don't like backpack rap. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> atmosphere. I don't like slug. I'm sorry. I know people are going to be mad at me for that. I don't like it. And so, when I, like, old, uh, old Macklemore stuff, I was like, ugh. So, overall boom bap raps. And I'm like, ugh, boom bap beats and stuff. I'm like, this is boring. But he got with Ryan Lewis. Ryan Lewis is making lush beats for him. Yes. Made him have to flesh himself out as an artist. And he became... I. I personally consider him a dope artist. He's a right. dope artist. I, all the hate, fuck that. He's a dope artist. And as a white rapper, he's one of the few white rappers to really attack racism. Uh, and musically. Like, M's had, M's had the ability to do it and has never really done it. Uh, Macklemore with White Privilege and White Privilege 2 are some of the dopest, deepest songs I've ever heard. And you know a song is dope when you're a white dude and you're rapping about like white privilege and how it's messed up in the world and the media is attacking you like you're doing something wrong. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, you're doing something right then. Right. right. You know, so much, much props to Mac, uh, Travis Thompson, uh, props to him. And like, I, I love that he's doing things uh, and representing for uh, underrepresented right. minority group, which is native Americans yeah. uh, and hip hop. Not a lot of native American. You seem rappers. very connected with the Seattle area. See, like yeah. very wise with a lot of hip hop, you know, like, you can you can pull up a verse in your head and relate it to what we're talking about. See, that's what that, this is the type of people I love in general. You know, I consider myself a student. Yes, of the game. yes. You know See, that's mean? important. I, I when I learned to rap, when I really learned, I think I think I innately I had like some skill for it to do it. Like you know what I'm saying. And I used to play the trumpet, and you know I I, I could read music. Um, but this dude put me up on game. He was like the big homie. Like, you know what I'm saying? He put me under his wing and really broke down to me like 16 bars, eight bar choruses. And this is how you structure a song. In Tacoma? No, no. This is, <laughs> this is actually, this is cat was from Mississippi, but like I met him in Colorado. Oh, okay. Uh, and he, uh, he really broke it down for me. And he also taught me, he's like, listen to this guy, listen to this rapper. Listen to the way he breaks things down. He was really into me listening to Jay a lot. Like he, right. he was like, listen to Jay and listen to how he's doing things. I was like, he's like, see that? See this? Like, you know what I'm saying? The metaphors, the similes, the punchlines. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, and, and so, um, but also just studying the game, period. Studying who's out there. Studying even the beefs. I, I pay attention to these things. Right. Like, I pay attention to all this stuff. Did like, you listen to the Joyner Lucas or Toy Lane's beef at all? Yeah, dude, their it, songs were fire. If you listen to them at all, their songs really were fire. Oh. I, you know what? Because I know, I know uh, uh, Jonah Lucas already. He was already known as a lyrical cat. He was already one of those cats. Right. Um, people look at Tori like they put him in a box. But when he went off on the song, I was like, I, bro, was, I was like, surprise! Uh, he could spit. <laughs> <laughs> surprise! He could rap. You know, uh, much props to Tori out of that. To me, like, in all reality, like, there was no real winner out of that. But right. I think if there was a real winner, it's Tori just for the fact that right. he revealed that he could spit. Like, you know what I mean? It was a fun beef, though. That's the it thing, was, too. It was That's fun. what I like yeah. to see sometimes. It wasn't like nobody's going to get their ass whipped or something. Nobody's <laughs> going to get shot over this. So, right. You know what I mean? And that, and that, that was what was great because it was purely lyrical. Right. Um, what do you think about the Pusha T and Drake beef? Ooh, um, <laughs> I followed that when no one was paying attention, and then it started to build up. I was like, and then everybody yeah, was paying attention. Yeah, like, uh, the the funny thing is this: uh, I have to look at the origins of the beef. Pusha T. 
I like Pusha a lot. He's a legend, the Clips. He's a, he's a legend with the Clips. But honestly, I feel like it was kind of like, it was weird. Like, the beef started in a weird way. He was just, it didn't start with Drake. Little Wayne. The, the, Wayne was the first person. He didn't like that people were calling Wayne the best rapper alive. I get it. Oh, I definitely get it. Especially people forgot the rumors that, that Wayne had a ghostwriter. For real, for real. Like, Wayne, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 uh, the rumors that um, uh, a dude from Philly... Oh, I forgot what his name was, man. I'm spacing. I'm having a uh, um, follow him on Instagram. I can't believe I'm forgetting. <laughs> but um, the, the, he was ghostwriting for him, right? And so, um, and you, di- I did notice a change. And Wayne used, I used to be a huge fan of Wayne, but I did notice a change between 500 Degrees and the Carter One. I was yeah. like, I really, li- I just recently listened to 500 Degrees and the Carter One. I was like, yo, it's like a different rapper, right? But he does late. Like, I, I listened to some interviews. A lot of songs he does lately, though, he also just freestyles and doesn't even write his lyrics sometimes supposedly supposedly allegedly i like him i'm not gonna lie he's, he's my like, favorite rapper uh, okay you know i mean i and i like it's it's tough for me because i i grew up really loving wayne right and i still respect I see what wayne. you mean though and he and wayne still has songs where i'm like comes recently with songs where i was like oh god that's dude drake's fire. ghostwriter is i love drake's ghostwriter well, quentin miller well what can i can i say <laughs> can, I, can i say something let me let's dive into drake real quick okay. and ghostwriting <laughs> I don't let nobody write nothing for me. I don't let nobody give me suggestions. <laughs> My me writing for me is very singular. And I had a group that I used to rap with. Oh. And one of the best dudes that I've ever rapped with, I helped him write a good chunk of a verse before. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? We were going back and forth with his verse and I was like, "What if you said this?" Boom boom and I'd throw four bars on there. Technically, I'm a ghostwriter. <laughs> and he's dope, though. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? But I helped him because I I I put I put at least there's at least eight bars okay. on that on that sixteen bar verse okay. for me yeah yeah like you know what I'm saying but I'm not gonna be like oh man I go for you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying because I'm like creativity works like that back in the day back in the, the Motown days these guys that we look at, these Motown legendary artists amazing artists they weren't just writing stuff in their room bro. The Motown way of making music was in a room. There's other writers. There's the dude that made the beat. There's other people that all, it was kind of like a, everyone was coming together. Right. And I, I personally believe because Drake used to ghostwrite himself. Mm-hmm. He was he was before he got big rapping. He was um he was uh working for Dre to 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 help make the, the new Dre album that never ever came out ever. I know you're talking. About. But um, I I believe. And this is just the way he does it. I believe that what happens is, is Drake has a boardroom type thing. There's maybe four, maybe five people. Kanye does this too. He admitted it. And they play the beat and they're brainstorming. Right. But I believe Drake is the maestro of it all. I believe he'll be like, he'll take a suggestion and be like, oh, that's dope. But let me do it like this. Right. Right. Yeah. Because he has a golden touch. He has a Midas touch. Same with like Dre with making beats. Dre didn't solo make beats. Like back in the day, Dre did way back a long time ago. Oh, what was that? That group he had. Oh my. Oh yeah, really, that weird. Yeah, group. That, yeah, that would be a back in the seventies or whatever. Oh, the oh, wrecking. I don't even know what it was called. Yeah, that, yeah, something, something wrecking crew. But um, uh, Dre has a group of people. Same with Timbo. They got a group of people and they're helping them make these beats. Right. But he's the maestro. He's the dude with the golden ear. Yeah. Like he's like, ooh. But then I do this, and then everyone's like, "Oh, that's genius." <laughs> it is genius. But like, you know, he's Drake is not the kind of rapper where he's like, he's just in the room. You know what I mean? Right. He he probably does write on a regular basis, but right. he goes back to that boardroom with everybody else and creates something great. Right. Like, and which is why, and people can say it's cheating or whatever, but he makes hits because of it. Like, you know what I mean? He's and, definitely not in the box. Yeah, he's definitely not in the box, and, and much power to him. I couldn't do it. One, because I don't play well with others. Right. Like, I just don't. I don't see you as a poppy artist either, though. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I like I like making, I want, I, I, I listen to a wide variety of shit. Would, would you sing, like? No. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. I, 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 my voice can't even, like, I, nah, nah, that's not my style. Um, You could do but, a lot with your voice, I can tell. Like, but uh, but all, all props to Drake. I love Drake. I, I dig Drake. I like his music. Like I, 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 there's a point where I, I just don't even care. <laughs> I just like Drake's music. So the thing with Pusha T going at Drake like that, I was like, it's not a, a genuine dislike. Like, I mean, I get it. You may you're upset. It's not even. 
that's easy pickings for you, Push. Mm. As a as a, as lyrical as you are, but Drake's a crafty motherfucker. Yeah. So like it, it didn't it wasn't like shooting fish in a barrel because Drake's crafty. Look what he did to Meek. He made yeah. Meek look dumb, dude. He made Meek look real dumb. And they came back together though, which I was happy about. Right. Well, I think I, mean, I think too. I think the game had a, honestly had a better like beef song with Meek than Drake though. The um, Pest Control. Did you listen to that song? <sighs> I hate the game. What? I hate the game. What? I dislike him so much. I, I think he's so overrated. What? He's uh, wait, oh. he's not really overrated now because he fell off. But um, he didn't fell off. The reason he has his last album supposed to come out, Born to Rap, but he, he um disgusting. He had a sexual assault charge on him. Yeah, yeah. For, for seven million dollars, so he can't really put out anything right now. He's a real deal piece of shit. Ah. Uh, this is the reason I, originally I don't like him. You know, I'm a big Fifty fan. Yeah. Of course, I'm gonna pick my sides. Oh man. Um, but also. I believe in loyalty. Okay. Um, I believe here's here's one thing. If I don't like a rapper, I'm not gonna sign to you. Right. Even I could be on the bus. I could be working at McDonald's, and if a rapper I can't stand, you could be as famous as you want to be, and you're like, bro, I'm gonna sign you right now, man. You're part of the crew now. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Thank you though, because I know. That I'm gonna hate myself for it, right. or I'm gonna split off from you and do some. I'm not. That's not even in my character to do no shady shit. Right. The what Dame, what Game did was shady. Now, he acted like he didn't wasn't really down with him from the get go. He was just doing this because Dre was about to cut him off of aftermath, and he was like, "Well, 50's hot. G Unit's hot right now." He was like, "50, take him, put him on G Unit." You know what I'm saying? Fifty was like, "Okay, did it." Um, you know, 50's 50 though. Fifth is fifth, and he's got the beefs that he's got going on. I'm sorry, man. The way I am, I'm a loyal dude. Yeah. I've been loyal to the cast for less than you making <laughs> me rich. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in all reality, let's not, let's not mince words. 50 is the reason game is where he's at. Yeah, that's true. We could say it's Dre, but he was already signed to Aftermath and almost got dropped. How yeah. many people have been dropped from Aftermath? A shit ton of people. Like, you know what I mean? 50 is the reason why game is... Even anybody even knows him. Even if you didn't agree with Fifth with who he was beefing with, loyalty above all else. I'm a straight dude. Loyalty above all else. That's shady. It's weird. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. Especially because you wanna now oh now you wanna be fifty? <laughs> like you want like you know what I'm saying? You could tell like the whole G U not whole campaign was just whack to was, me. That was stupid. I'm not gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? I was not feeling that. Like you know what I mean? So like like right now when I don't like a rapper, it's usually over some like moral kind of things okay, and not like their rap skills. Yeah. Because that makes sense. you know, because like to me, if you made it to a certain level, bro, you made it to a certain level, bro. Right. Like, you know, uh, uh, there's this, uh, what's a rap reality show that's on, uh, uh, a rap reality game show, or whatever, that's on uh, Netflix? Oh. I forgot what it's up. But Quavo's on it, right? It's, and, uh, it's not rhythm and flow. Yeah, something dumb like that. Uh, Quavo's on it. He's one of the judges. And uh, oh, no, no disrespect to Quavo or whatever. I'm saying that. But then uh, uh, when you say that, you're always going to say something disrespectful. Quavo. So, um, Quavo, this dude's rapping and people are going out there. This is their dream. This is their heart and soul. They're getting out there, man. B- brave people that 90% of people aren't going to have the guts to do these things. Right. Even if they're trash. Right. Which is an opinion when it really <laughs> comes down to it. This dude's rapping. And he's, I, I didn't even hear the whole thing, so it's really unfair. The, 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 little, the little commercial that they put, I didn't hear the dude's whole rap. Maybe it was dope. Maybe it was all right. Like, I don't know. I know he was trying to be lyrical. I do know that. You know what I mean? Um, but they tried to make it like he was whack. So dude was like, yeah, man, his, his name was Lyrical Gifted or something like that. And they're like, oh, how do you, where, where'd your name come from? And he was like, well, I just feel like, you know, like my gifts are a gift from God or something. And he was like, well, maybe you're gifted, but not at rap. <laughs> and I was like, Quavo said this. That's heartbreaking. And I, and I was like, first of all, it's heartbreaking. I was like, second of all, Quavo, you can't rap for shit. Like, you're not a good rapper, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You make hit songs. Yes. You make Catchy hit songs that have dope beats to them. Whoever's responsible for their beats, primo. <laughs> You're not a dope rapper. You are the last person that should be saying anything about anybody's lyrical skill. It, it bugged me. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, this dude's out there. Man, he's putting his heart out there, man. I don't like that, man. I don't like that. So, like, but anyway, um, uh, because there's, there's, you're always going to have cats, man, like, 
the homie told me, not everyone's going to love you, not everyone's going to hate you. Find right. the people that love you. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so like, I've had cats that be like, love my shit. And I've had cats that say I was whack. That don't, it doesn't bother me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I know. I know what I could do. Right. I know what I am. It's your own journey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, real talk, man. And not everybody, not everything's everybody's cup of tea. Right. And if you run around chasing a rapper that other people, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I see cats and I could tell they're running around chasing, a J, chasing J. Cole. They're running chasing logic. Yeah. They're so trying to rap like them, yeah, so yeah, trying to be yeah. that image. I see like, that bro, too. Just be you. Exactly. It's way more comfortable to be you. Right. You're going to be uncomfortable as hell trying to be them. And people pe can see when you're faking they it. They can too. see. They can see wow. you're, you're never gonna you're never gonna be where you want to be right. until you figure out you and your voice. You're and not the next J Cole. You're the next you. Be the next you. There we People go. gonna respect it, man. There we go. You know what I'm saying? DMX is the, is him. Right. Can you imagine if DMX was running around trying to be J at that time. <laughs> God damn! Like I love X, man. Yeah. I just watched an interview with him, and he right. was like, he was like, man, I make these songs, man. People make songs for different things. Right. He's like, I make songs like you know when you're mad, right. you want to beat somebody up. He's like, can you imagine being happy all the time? People taking advantage of you all the time. Right. Like, that's dumb. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't make music for that. Like, right. people have different feelings, different things. Like, you know, same with me, man. That's why I don't do, I don't do positive rap. Like, I don't. Sometimes I don't feel very positive. Right. What do you want to use your platform for? Ah, <sighs> there's a couple things. One is, I just, I feel like this is where my talent is. For sure. I don't have all the answers. Right. No one I'm, does. Yeah. No one does. Uh, I feel like this is where my path is taking me. Right. I don't see anything. I'm not being a nuclear scientist anytime soon. Like, <laughs> you know, astrophysicist or something like that. Just, that's not in the cards. Right. I know it's not in the cards for me to work some funky nine to five right. bartending for the rest of my life either. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and maybe as I'm rapping and maybe, you know, the door is open, maybe like something will enlighten me and I'll be like, oh, this is why I'm doing this. Right. But maybe I just influence people. Right. Not not to necessarily how deep my lyrics are, but just that I made it. Maybe right. my story. Maybe, right. you know, like the, just just uh, like the, the interview we had. Maybe somebody will listen to that and be like, oh, man. Yeah. Man, I, same kind of thing happened with me. See? Yeah. You know? So um, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I know one thing, man. I, I want my daughter to never worry about anything. Right. You know? So, Family is important to you. Yeah. Uh, by my child is the number one reason. Uh, that I'm putting the effort in and not right. running around the streets like I used to do. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Because that, that's a dead end there. Right. You know, unless you're like, <laughs> unless you're Scarface, Tony right. Montana <laughs> or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, that, that that's a fantasy. Like, you know, like, like the end comes near. And I, if I didn't waste all my time doing that, I, who knows? I could have already been where I was supposed to be. Right. What a lot of these rappers rapping about, I was running around doing it. Right. Which held me back, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you, you know, getting locked up, man. I, I spent a lot of time writing music, right. but I, I spent no time like on it. Right. Like you know what I mean? The things that you have to do in order to to be out there. Now, like I'm, I'm grown and I get what you're supposed right. to do. Now I'm trying to hustle double time. Do you make your own beats and everything, or how does that come? Like, how do you? What's your writing process and yeah. beat process? Uh, I don't make my own beats. I consider that like I have a newer school of. But you work well with your beats. Like that's in, I'm not even joking. Like you nail every beat that you use. Hey, thank you. It's really important to me to like to find where your syllables place. Right. Are these producers from out here though? Uh yeah. Really? Yeah. See, that's that's what connections come in. You need people need to spread the love in a way. If that makes sense. Not saying like just give over these producers, but oh, just yeah. sitting down like all these artists and producers need to sit down with each other because there's artists in Tacoma, yeah. Seattle. Everett, right. Marysville. Uh, shout out to Truth Studios, man. Uh, my boy Truth Studios be really killing it. Uh, I, I, he makes beats for me. He made the beat for Gotham. Right. Uh, fire. Uh, shout out to Truth Studios. Uh, also, um, my boy Blake, he makes beats for me as well. He made the uh, Castlevania. That's a good beat. And um, the Five Finger Exploding Palm. Yeah. Oh, exploding Heart Palms. That was man. insane. Yeah. So he made that as well. Uh, I like to I like to just mess with cats locally. Right. There's just a lot of local talent out sure. here. But yeah, when I when I get a beat, I sit down with it, and I just I just let it speak to me. Take it to dinner, maybe. Yeah, I just let it speak. <laughs> like I'll I'll literally listen to a beat on repeat over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like and and you know I'll be doing other things and it's still in my head and I'm still I'm writing rhymes in my head yeah. and you know what I mean and 
you know, sometimes it comes out super quick, and sometimes I like like I gotta meditate on it. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's how it goes down. I'm 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 a traditional kind of lyricist where it's like like I rap. Right. Like, this right. Way, like I'm the rapper rapper. Like you know right. what I mean? I'm not the beat maker slash rapper. Right. Um, I wish. I probably could if I put my mind to it. What you're doing right now is great, though. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Thank you. And what I, do you think you need though to take it to the next level? Because you for real, you have the beats, you have the lyricism, you have the passion, you have the personality. I think personality is huge in any industry. Yeah, uh, I I think that one that was one of the biggest problems of like Lloyd Banks. Uh, amazing skills. He had a look. He had the whole thing. Personality is <laughs> a fucking cardboard box. Sorry, that sounds so disrespectful. Sorry, I like Lloyd Banks a lot, but like you know what I mean. He just, he's he's in music videos, not smiling, just. <laughs> You know what I mean? Not even looking super yeah. menacing. He's just, you know, while well, 50 has all the personality in the world. Oh why his Instagram is the funniest thing in the world. Hilarious. <laughs> um, I think what I need to do right now is, is the grind of connecting. Yeah, that's what I want to help you out with. You know? Yeah, I appreciate that. Connecting. Um, visuals, too. Uh, I'm, right. I'm going to work on making some really cool music videos. Um, Seattle has everything out there. Literally, we yeah. have all the resources. We just need to combine all the resources. Exactly. Exactly. So, um those kind of things, I, I think that, you know, this is one of the greatest times ever for an independent artist to really get out there for and sure. make your own road. For sure. Uh, if you, if, if you, as long as you have the pieces in place to do it. Right. Because you can find your audience. Right. You can literally find them. Like, they're there. There's, there's there. It, there's, a, there's a lot of saturation. There is. But there's room for everyone. Yeah. There's more people than there have ever been on this world. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, um, uh, Raz. Um, Raz uh, B? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, the local rapper, Raz, uh, uh, Raz Simmons. I have to reach out. I haven't heard of him. Uh, yeah, local cat. He's been out here forever. Uh, he just came from Europe. Oh, He's, yeah. I have an artist that has a. have been working with. Yeah. And um, he literally moved to Europe for a year, and he has a girlfriend in Europe. And now he's back. We just threw an event, like, two weeks ago. What's like, his name? His name's Noah Wikes. Okay, all right. And he's like a singer. He's really good. That's the thing. So also, I just want to tell you this. Um, I'm connecting with all these people in Seattle. And earlier this week, this the creator of this app called Who's Crowded was in here just to sit in. Mm. I met him just on the street in Seattle. And basically, he's a, he's a, he's a CEO of this app company. And this app called Who's Crowded is, shows where all the parties, DJs, rappers, singers are in Seattle. Oh. And it's in beta version right now. Like he's got his it out right now. You can download it, but it's going through process and everything. It's like a million dollar app that he's creating. It's like a lot of energy put into this. Oh, I'm he, downloading this. He wants the front cover to be like Google Maps of Seattle. You can just zoom in like that. Yeah, I'll show you afterwards. But just making, even if you're making connections with people that aren't even in rap, it's important. Like yeah. I'm throwing events with him now to connect with artists. So we're just throwing a lot of events like that. So you're definitely going to be welcome to events like that. Appreciate that. Thank you. We're we're going to stay connected yes, most definitely. Yes, for sure. Um, and that's a big thing too is the um, the networking. Networking yes. is huge. And I think in the past it was something I wasn't really good at. Right. Because I was just like I would go to I would go to do shows like when I was in Colorado I'd go to do shows and I'm like I'm not talking to nobody. Like, right. I, was, right. I was like, I, you I was learned that of, fast. I you? was kind of a snob. I was like, yeah, yeah. no, you know what I'm saying? Because I was like, I was like, I rap better than all y'all. Right. So like, I would just go there and spit, and be, you know, I'm like, oh, I think you're cor-. like in my brain, I'm like, I think you're corny. I'm not fucking right. with you. But like, not necessarily networking with artists, but also networking with people beyond. Yeah, music. exactly. It's, it's such a huge important thing, and I'm I'm learning this as as it goes on. Right. Um, I used to look like Tyler the Creator, like Taco. And so me Taco. Taco. <laughs> that, he was the networker. He's the reason why he be, uh, Tyler became friends with the Kardashians. Friends with the, Kylie. Uh, well, Kylie, yeah. Well, Kylie and um, um, what's her name? Kendall. 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 That's what I mean. Kendall. <laughs> Taco was the one that introduced him. Wow. Taco's the dude in the room at the parties talking to everybody. Wow. I'm not great at that. Like right. you know what I'm saying? I'm not. Like and that, sometimes you right. gotta. Uh, you know, have to know your, your weaknesses, team. though. You gotta know your weaknesses. Right. Um, you know, sometimes like I, I am. I'm a, I'm an introvert with extrovert extrovert tendencies. I'm an extrovert yeah. with introvert tendencies. Okay. One of the two, and so uh, <laughs> you know, like I, like I like to go out, but right. sometimes I like to go out and just be by myself. Right. Like I like to go out and just watch. Right. Like you know what I mean. But like I need you know sometimes you you gotta go interact. You gotta hit it up with people and shake hands. And, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you'll be, you'll definitely fit into what I'm doing. This is 
this is for Seattle, and I just wanted it to continue to spread because there's so much talent. There's thousands of artists in Seattle. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. So this podcast can go on forever. Right, exactly. <laughs> you just got to meet these people. So, yeah. This is amazing. I, I love what you're doing, man. Thank I you. love what you're doing. Much respect. This is this is dope. There's right. a lot of voices out there. There's for a lot sure. of stories to be told. Exactly. There's a lot of talent out here. So I, I think it's awesome. Do you have any final words for Seattle? Um... Your boy's coming out here, man. Your boy's about to do some <laughs> big things. I'm about to stir the pot a little bit. Vinny the Venomous, man. If you yes. ain't if you ain't heard of me, man, you heard of me now. Like you yes. know what I mean? And you're only gonna hear me more. I'm coming. I'm about to spit venom. I'm about to I'm about to do some big things, baby. Yes. Planet Venom, extraordinary gang, Seattle two oh six. It's filthy out here. Stand up. How do people reach out to you? You can Google me. It's Vinny the Venomous, V E N N I the Venomous and I'm the only thing that pops up. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram, you'll, but you'll see my Instagram on there. I'm on Facebook. You'll see my Facebook on there. Uh, I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Google Me. I'm on you and, know anything that you can get music on. I'm on YouTube. Um, it's legit. There we go. I'm out here doing it, man. V-E-N-N-I, The Venomous. This is DJ Blake and? Vinny The Venomous, baby. There Hit me go. up. Hey. DJ Bl-